Hello everyone, welcome back to the Simplifying Success Podcast with me, your host, Muriel Foley. We are back, episode four. We are well into the swing of it now in this podcast and it's so nice that I'm building a little podcast community as well so thank you all so much for your lovely feedback your messages and the most important thing for listening so for those of you who have made it this far welcome back today's topic is all about your inner circle and getting your inner circle right and this is something that I brought up quite a bit in the last few months on my own socials. I mentioned this in the first episode of this podcast that when I put up anything to do with having supportive friends around you and making sure that you focus on having the right people around you, it always got such an interaction because there is a lot of people out there and there might be people listening to this right now, I'm sure there is, who just feel like they don't have their inner circle as supportive as they would like. So what I want to do today is go through the definition of an inner circle and how you can identify who is in your inner circle and also where you fall for other people within their inner circle and what you bring to them. This is very much a case that I also want to push that you can customize your inner circle who you have right now in your inner circle is not who will always be in it. And I think some people feel that way about friendships, especially if they've been in friendships or relationships for a long time. They think that because it has been 10 years, 15 years, however long, that they're obligated to stay in the friendship, even though they might not be getting anything out of it anymore. And the same goes for relationships. So today I want to bring the inner circle to you, show you what it can mean. Maybe in your head you might be overthinking it and hopefully after today's podcast it might make you stop to think about who is currently surrounding you and also who you want to surround you because there might be people right now who are in your life, who are more acquaintances than friends, but they could be people that could make their way into your inner circle if that's what you want. So I want you to start thinking about the type of people that you surround yourself with because it's so important to get that right. It's so important because the people that we surround ourselves with are the people that make those impressions on us, who influence us. And you want to have the right people in that inner circle. Trust me, you don't want to choose poorly when it comes to that inner circle. So I'm aware that I've said the word inner circle, I'd say about a million times already. So I need to define this for you. If you have maybe some sort of a definition in your head, I do have Oxford's definition here of an inner circle. But the way that I want you to visualize it right now is imagining a smaller circle and then there's three bigger circles outside that and the smallest one is in the center. So at the very, very outside, you have the public, everybody. And then inside that, you have acquaintances. 
Inside that again, you have friends. And then inside that friends circle, you have a smaller circle called your inner circle. And Oxford defines it as a group of, excuse me, (laughs) I'm getting the definition wrong. Sorry, Oxford. So inner circle is a group close to the center of power of an organization or a movement known as elitist or secretive. So what this means is you are at the center, like you are in the center of your own circle. So whoever surrounds that, you can control. And I know that there is some circumstances where you can't necessarily control who is in your environment, but you can control who you deem as friends, who you deem as acquaintances, and who you deem as people who are in your inner circle. You have control over who you put into those circles. And yes, there might be people, as I said, in your environment that you can't escape but you can control this. And this is something that's really important and I'm going to keep saying it throughout this podcast is that you can control this. You can customize this. And whether it's just your own definition of where these people fall into each category, that's all on you. I know that there's going to be people listening to this podcast who will have heard what I've just said and they'll go, but I can't, like I can't choose who I surround myself with. I can't, I can't just drop a friend or I don't have it in me to step back from a friendship, a relationship, even a situation with a colleague, whatever that is. But it's so important to, to, to do that. If you need to, if you need to protect yourself, your mental health, your energy, it's possible and I know that even when I was in my 20s I put so much effort into every one of my friendships and I never really stepped back and I never really went who is who's actually giving me what I need in a friendship or who's giving me what I need in a relationship maybe I need to start defining what that means to me what do I want to get out of a friendship and different friends will bring different things and I'll go through some definitions of who you should have in your inner circle which might help you to identify who you have or might help you to create a list for yourself for who you need around you or who you want ideally to be surrounded by and you don't want to be that person in your 80s and your 90s and you're still forcing friendships with people who you could have started to step away from in your 20s and your 30s and your 40s but you were too polite or you were a people pleaser and I think it's so important now to protect yourself and to protect your mind and to protect your energy. Are you always the one making the effort? Are you giving 100% and they're giving maybe 5% and it can be really really draining and especially when you are a people pleaser trust me I I feel like I still am a people pleaser but I'm way less of a people pleaser I feel like I was definitely on that borderline between people pleaser and pushover so you kind of need to navigate that territory if you feel like that's maybe you right now and you just need to be selfish because like this you are 
you are the one living in your body. You are the one who owns your mind. This is your life. This is not, you're not in somebody else's life. You are living yours. So try not to let your people pleasing attributes make you choose people who aren't the best fit for your inner circle. So you need to step back and you need to start being a bit more selfish. And as I said, I, when I was younger, I was just that person that wanted to be friends with everybody. And I still like, I still like it when I meet new people. I'm always nice to everyone. And I think it's really important to be nice to everyone But it's also important to recognize that you're not going to be friends with every single person and that you're not always going to be everyone's cup of tea either. And I think especially in my teens and early 20s, I was very much like I wanted to be, I wanted to just make sure that everyone who met me, that we, you know, we were friends or that I made a good impression on them. And it just, I I hated it when, you know, that feeling when you feel like maybe you're outside of a friendship group or you never wanted to feel like the outsider so you always went over and above for people so that you know you didn't want to get left out of things you didn't want to not get invited to things so you always you know maybe bit your tongue with some people and you always went over and above for other people because you wanted to just never get left out and that was something I think that stuck with me a little bit more into my 20s as well I remember actually years ago, this was when I was in my, oh, I'd say in my teens, 15, 16, maybe, maybe a little bit younger, actually. And I remember I was in this kind of theater group and we were given scripts and I was given the character. I remember specifically her name was Rachel, right? And Rachel was this like stuck up girl that was kind of rude to everybody and you know just wasn't a nice person and her character was being outcast by everybody else in the scene so Rachel my character was being ignored outcast treated like she was the outsider and everyone was doing everything without Rachel and that was a scene (laughs) and we acted it out and it really affected me afterwards like we finished up the scene and everything was fine but I just felt like it stuck with me and I hated that feeling and even though it wasn't me it was my character I just felt so triggered by it and I really didn't like it now this could come from when I was young young and I was like slightly bullied a little bit and left out of things and look I'm I'm past that now but I mean, that definitely triggered a little bit of that in me. And even though I was friends with the people in the theatre group and nobody had anything against me, I felt like those people acting in that scene were now my friends that didn't like me anymore or now my friends that made me feel like the outcast. And it was a horrible feeling. It actually took quite a while to, to shake that. And even though I had, maybe I went over and above then with texting them that week or you know, seeing if they were around or like, are you going to like theater group earlier today? And they're always like, yeah, we'll see you. Like, we'll see you. Like, we'll go earlier. We'll like get a seven up or something, you know? And I just overthought all of that. And that definitely stuck with me a little bit is that feeling of just like, try to go over and above, try to make sure that everyone around you is happy and that you're making people happy so that you don't get left out and you don't get outcasted. 
So maybe that sounds like you now. I've definitely done a lot of work on that myself. And I don't feel like that is my personality anymore. Obviously, as I said, there's still a little bit of people pleasing going on. But my God, not to the same level at all. So yeah, totally sidetracked there with that story. But I feel like it has relevance to the situation to maybe how you're feeling now maybe you resonated with something I said there and felt like oh yeah that that's a bit of me okay let's start thinking about your inner circle so if you feel like your inner circle is still a little bit of a gray area there's maybe some people who you feel are definitely in there and others that are on the fence let's take everybody out of the inner circle now and just put them back into the friendship circle. So now everybody's in the friendship circle and you have a clean slate in your inner circle. So now we need to think about who brings us joy. So if you think of people who bring you joy, who when you're in, your co- in their company, you feel more yourself, you feel energized, you feel safe, you feel happy. And also think about the people who do the opposite of that. If you are meeting a friend and you're not really looking forward to it, are you maybe putting it off? Have you really been in touch with that person? Do you feel like they drain your energy? And I think when you go through a hardship, whether it's a breakup, losing somebody in your life, going through that grieving process, mourning somebody, going through something mentally really, really tough, This might help you to think about who has been there for you. Try to even think about if you were to get a promotion, who would you call? Who would you want to tell about that? If you got a new job, if you started a business or you were thinking about starting a business, who would you tell? But also, who would you tell if you were not feeling well? Or somebody that you love is unwell. Or maybe when you are not in a good mental state, when you're feeling low. Or when you're angry or upset. Maybe, again, it's a milestone in your life when you buy a house or you get that mortgage. Or you're expecting a baby or you've just been proposed to. And there will be different people in your friendship group who you will want to call And maybe there will be different people for different scenarios. It could be people who have been through something like that before. But there's also people who it might excite you to pick up the phone and go, oh my God, I cannot wait for their reaction. I cannot wait to tell this person and this person. So if you know that within the people who you deem as friends, if you can pinpoint some of those people, even right now, it might help to just take a minute and write it down and just really think about it even if you're just mentally picturing right now who is in that inner circle or who is that person for you who you would pick up the phone and talk to about any one of those things that will really help you to define who is who should be in your inner circle so I'm going to read out this is from I have it written down (laughs) It's from me to goliath.com. When I read this, I it's basically like a chart of who you should have in your inner circle. So if you want to visually or mentally 
think about this right now and if it helps because I'm such a writer if it helps to take a pen and paper and think about when I read these out who you're putting into these categories and it's okay your inner circle doesn't have to have so many people and I think this again is something that I wish somebody told me when I was younger that you don't need to have hundreds of friends you don't need to have loads and loads of friends you only need to have a really small group of people in that inner circle and in that space in your life and that's all you need and I think if you think about it's it's really a, a quant, quality over quantity situation so as I'm reading these out there's eight people here eight different types of people in your inner circle who have different roles but again there could be one person who you think this person is actually filling two three four five six of these roles great they are the unicorns hold on to them and I just want to segue for one minute and just take a step back from what I'm about to to talk about here with the the different roles and I just want to say that if you're listening to this, I feel like I kind of have a, a good grasp on my listeners right now. And I feel like if you were listening to this, you're the kind of person that puts everything into whatever you do and whoever you're with. So I feel like you are that person who invests in their friendships, in their relationships, in their jobs, in their work, in themselves. And it may be to your detriment sometimes. I can relate to that. But it's just important for you to know that if you are putting so much into everything, you deserve to get that back. You really, really do. And if you're not, if you can't think of people to put in your inner circle from your friendship group that are, that give, and it might not be to exactly as much as you give, but even if they give 60, 70% of what you give, then you deserve that, but you also deserve more. But just know that it's okay to be selfish in certain situations if you're not getting anything back and you're giving your all. So you deserve to have these people in your inner circle. And as I said, I'm happy to be that person in your ear supporting you. But you also need to control that environment that you're in or control your inner circle or customize that inner circle for you because you deserve to have a really good and amazing inner circle. This podcast is sponsored by MGFD. MGFD are digital marketing activation specialists who also have an academy filled with workshops for people who need to understand the digital marketing landscape in a really simplified way. So whether you need help with Reels, understanding TikTok, getting started with Ads Manager or Google Ads, each month they add new courses to help you navigate the ever-changing landscape. For more information, visit mgfd.ie. Okay, here we go. Back to the roles. Number one, the champion. Someone is someone who is courageous and not afraid of challenge. So again, these people will inspire you if you are surrounded by people who are courageous, people who are just not afraid to take things on. And this kind of falls into people not really caring about what what others do and not letting opinions of others hold them back. So that champion, that person who's courageous. It's important to be surrounded by people like that. And even if you're not putting them in your inner circle, it's always important to have people around you who you aspire to be like or who inspire you to just 
take that step, to take that leap and to just go for it. And if you have a courageous person in your life, then just be like a sponge around them or keep them around you because it's always good to have that and even if they you know they say things that you feel like oh my god I could never do that or I could never say that or I would never get to that level or get to that place keep them around you it's so good to have people like that around you because they'll inspire you and even subconsciously they're they're um, influencing you then you have the networker The guy who knows the guys. So the people who will be well connected here. And this again doesn't have to be work related. This can be somebody who will go, oh, you have this that's going on. I know someone who knows someone who will help you with that. It could be in your life. It could be to do with your mind. It could be to do with your body. It could be to do with your house. It could be to do with your family. It could be to do with your friends. And there's that one person who will say, oh, I know someone who can help you with that. Let me get that person onto you. I know a guy. <laughs> um, so those are those people are so important to have as well. The people who know people, the connected people. Then you have the generator. So these people are full of energy and they energize others. So, and again, this is what I said earlier about you could have a friend who is ticking all of these boxes. So you don't, are in your inner circle, you don't have to have eight different people satisfying these roles you could have one or two people who are who are taking on maybe five or six of these roles each so it is really important to have that energizer so think now you know even obviously as I'm going through the list I'm sure there's people that are popping up in your head going oh that is that person oh that's that person and it makes your heart full and it makes you kind of happy to think about that person but pop them right into that inner circle so we're building your inner circle here it's that person who's full of energy and like again try to think of the opposites here so try to think of the energy drainers the people who just take everything from you and they just give you nothing back and after you've met them you feel like you've been hit by a bus like they've just taken everything from you and they're not good people to have around you all the time number four the creator they build and motivate they keep hope for the future so these are people who are very positive people they like to motivate others but they're very hopeful so they're very positive they will always have a good outlook and they don't think negatively so that's a good person again to have around that kind of creator the person that will inspire you and the person that will keep encouraging you when maybe you can't see the wood from the trees those are the kind of people who will be around the helper they share a lot of interests with you so you have the helper so the helper is that person who would probably go over and above for you but you can always count on them and they will share a lot of things with you so these will be people who they might they're not the gatekeeper so they might discover something get something and they'll say you need this I found this I did this you need this I'm sharing this with you the conscious they bring you back to the ground. So yes, you can have the, and I feel like it's really important to actually have these people too. And these aren't the people who will go, you can't do that. No way can you do that. No, we're not talking about that kind of person. This is the kind of person that will be more level-headed. So you could say, you know, I want to quit my job today, 
start a new business right now. I've no money. I've no savings. I'm just about to lose my house. Um, I don't think that my partner is really happy with me, but I, I, I need to start this business right now. And, you know, this person that I want to go into business with, I don't know them very well, but they seem to have a lot of money and they just need like a thousand euro for me. Now, this is escalating, but I'm just saying that if you're surrounded by your energizer bunny, who's like, yeah, go for it. The courageous one who's like, oh, I would definitely, I, I would go for that the person who's well connected who said oh tell your millionaire new friend or business partner that I can hook you up with this da 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 okay right I'm escalating but you get it and then you need that person who's like okay I support you I've been waiting for you to say you're going to start a business this is amazing however this person who you want to go into business with Mm, they seem a bit shady have you done your groundwork because you do need sometimes that person to kind of level you out not to kill your buzz but to level you and bring you down to earth and say okay you need to do that absolutely but maybe let's look at how you're going to get there let's maybe build a plan and then quit your job so the, the we, again we can probably all think of somebody like that in our in our friendship group and then you have the friend the one you will call with good or bad news and I feel like everybody has that one person and like I know obviously if you're in a relationship your partner is probably that person for you but maybe if you can think of that friend as well like we all have a friend I can think right now of my of a friend that I would call good bad ugly and they would pick up the phone and they would be there good bad ugly and you need that person you need that person in your life And then finally, number eight, the advisor, the person who guides you when you need advice. So this is, again, something I really think is so important to have somebody in your life who is wise. And like this, and I I love this expression of like friend-tor. So it's a mixture between friend and mentor. And I can think of people that I have in my inner circle who fill that role for me. And it is really important to have those people. And it's not even just from a a business point of view, a work point of view. These are people who will advise you. So these are people who could have been through or experienced something that you're about to experience in your life. And it could be on a personal level. It could be about anything in your life. And these are the people who are wise that will give you advice based on their experience and based on what they know is best for you. So those are the people you definitely need to hold on to because they will always give you the right advice. And I feel like these people are, yes, you have that friend you call with the good, the bad, the ugly news. But then you also have those people who you just need to almost soundboard off and you just need them to listen and give you that advice. And it's like gold, whatever they say. It's just like this this amazing information, this amazing piece of advice. And you feel like once they've said it, and if it's already in your head, you're like, okay, that's what I was thinking. And you've just said it. I'm on the right track. So that list, I really hope that that helps because that, like that, even when I was looking at that list, I was thinking of all the people who I deem are in my inner circle and I could think about who filled what role and some people filled multiple roles. And I think if you if you are already doing that exercise right now in your head or maybe on paper, then maybe you're kind of thinking, okay, I I'm actually I have a good inner circle here. Now, there could be the opposite. 
you could be listening to this right now and you could be thinking, I don't really, I don't really have somebody who fills those roles. I have maybe one person who I can call for advice because I, maybe I'm a a new mom and this person has, is a mom and she gives me good advice. He or she gives me good advice. And, but you're thinking, but I'm lacking. I'm lacking somebody who shares interests with me. I'm lacking somebody who I can really call who'll be there for me, good, bad or ugly. I also am lacking somebody who'll support me and encourage me and energize me and pick me up and listen to my ideas and tell me to go for it. So if you are lacking, then you need to, and remember, you need to customize that inner circle. So if it's the case where mentally right now you are clearing your inner circle or people who you think are in there right now who you just don't feel deserve to be in your inner circle, take them out, clean slate, build your list of needs and start finding those people to fill those spaces. If you are listening to this and you are whatever age you are and you feel like I'm too old to make friends, I'm too old to find new people to put into my inner circle, That is so not true. You can always meet new people in any walk of life at any age. You are not too old to make a friend and you are not too old to put somebody new into your inner circle. And I know that it's really, really hard to make friends. And I know that especially if you are kind of a shy person, maybe the thought of physically networking is something that gives you the heebie-jeebies and I will be talking about networking in future episodes but I just want you to to know that obviously when you are doing something new there will be a level of discomfort because it's new territory you it's unfamiliar and there is some sort of comfort knowing that okay I have I have enough friends I I don't want new friends or I don't I I just I don't want to be thinking about making new friends because I have friends but if I just if you just listen to this podcast and you just listened to those roles that you need in your inner circle and you have maybe lots of friends but you can't put any of them in your inner circle then you absolutely need to get out of that comfort zone and meet new people and put them into your inner circle and there's loads of ways of meeting new people especially nowadays I will be talking a bit more about my solo travels, but I did join a digital nomad group and there's nomads everywhere in the world, (laughs) in the world. Nomads are people who travel and then who, you know, meet and network online and then they're from all walks of life and they just do activities together in different countries. So there's loads of nomad groups, if you've never heard that term, it's it's an amazing amazing group of people and they're from all walks of life and they just meet up and do activities together there's also the gym and I know that you might not be somebody who's mad into fitness but there's loads of classes that you can do in the gym you don't have to go in and lift weights you can go and do a Zumba class like Zumba is so much fun I love Zumba classes and you meet the nicest people and you just, I mean, obviously your first class is if you've never done Zumba before. (laughs) I was terrible in my first class, but I got really into it. And then you make friends in these classes. So if maybe the gym or gym classes or fitness classes aren't your thing, then think about maybe other classes, art classes, 
um, like even craft classes. There's so many things that you can find. And if you say that there's none in your area, there absolutely is some form of some group and some class upskilling somewhere in some community center, some area. So go and find them. And then there's also walking groups, hiking groups. If you like to get outdoors, join clubs. And again, doesn't matter what age you are. I know that some people start golfing because it's quite a social exercise as well. And then if you are more into wanting to find more networking groups, so work people, people who might have the same frame of mind as you, business owners or people working in certain industries, there's loads of networking groups that you can join. So it just depends on what level or where you want to find these people because if you go for to a fitness class for example and if it's maybe a like a fitness class that happens at six o'clock in the morning and you're a morning person and you like to be surrounded by other morning people because you know if somebody's getting up for a class at six o'clock in the morning that they like to keep themselves you know well and healthy they like to get up early they're you know there's different types of people and then there's other people who will take up a Zumba class and you know if somebody is signing up to a Zumba class that they have a bit of fun in them. You know, they they don't take themselves too seriously and they just like to express themselves a little bit through dance or just even having a bit of fun and moving their body and listening to music. So there will be different people that join certain groups. So you just need to think about what type of people will join these. And if you're that person who you might see something and go, oh, that hiking group actually looks like something I would enjoy. And it's quite, it's something that needs stamina. It's a certain type of person that would take this on. So I feel like I would get along with the people who would join this group. So whatever you need to to satisfy that that kind of friendship or that inner circle void, there are ways of finding those people. And you can get really close with people really quickly. So you could just find someone in one of these places and they just you just click with them. You find your friendship soulmate and then all of a sudden now they're in your inner circle. They're there for you. They're your energizer or they're your networker, whatever it is. So I hope that that makes you feel somewhat excited about your inner circle because it's not too late to make friends. Like you are, you are worth, you deserve to have an inner circle and the best possible inner circle for you. If you're that person that puts 110% into your friendships, into your relationships, into everything that you do and into every person, you deserve to get that back. And if you need to clean slate your inner circle right now and start filling it up with the right people I really really advise you to do that because you want those people who are in that inner circle to be there for you to support you and to have your back you don't deserve to have the the drainers maybe the toxic people they don't deserve to be in that inner circle you can move them out to the acquaintances if you want or you can move them right back into the public you can customize your inner circle and don't forget that you can control who you deem as your friends, as your acquaintances, and most importantly, you can control who is in that inner circle. So with that, I want to thank you again for listening, for getting this far, and I hope that that resonates with some people. 
And maybe it makes you rejig the people in your inner circle and think about who you deserve to have around you. I will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great week. Bye.